Dirk Grubel, MXGP of Great Britain. You haven't got Hurlins here, which is a huge bummer, and you'd think it would affect your team a lot, stop you getting trophies. Turns out you can bring anyone under this awning and they're going to get the job done because Tom Vial's transformed into this potential race winner overnight, quicker than I'm sure you expected, and it's just impressing everyone. So from that point of view, an amazing weekend. No, I mean, yeah, you come to the races and uh, if Jeffrey's not here, of course, it's a bummer. Everybody want to have every, all your riders on the tent and healthy. But unfortunately, he's still at home. We need to heal up. But on the other side, like you say, uh, we come here with Tom Vial, second GP of his whole career. And yeah, he looked good from yesterday on already. But I never saw even pulling a whole shot, living off that, but uh, staying uh, like inside top three for that long. And fighting with Olsen, who is the overall winner of today, has way many more years experience and uh, Jacobi is way longer in the series than, than him and no he just rode really so great and so brave out there and no mistakes and yeah with a little bit more strength he could have finished I think second overall even and for the future he keeps riding like that like you say potential GP winner 100% obviously when you signed him it was made very clear that it's a building project so bearing that in mind I guess in, if he went say 13-13 today you probably would have been okay with that. Like that's maybe more what you're expecting as he's getting into the swing of things. Yeah, our our main goal was like for the first five GPs get him into top ten, <laughs> let's say you know, and then take it from there and get him in t- like towards top five at the point or, or yeah. But he's just surprised everybody. I mean, even ourselves. We see him riding a lot. We had good tests with him and. He's responding well to everything we do, and it's just amazing. It's it's a pleasure to watch, and yeah, like you say, it's I don't know, it's it's, it's that tent, but it's a new one this year. So, <laughs> is this now is this now one of these things though, where this rookie is going to start to get ahead of himself, now put a bit more pressure on himself, and now as a manager, you've got to go like, okay, that was great. You're still learning. Like if if next week goes terribly, that's okay. Like, have you got to kind of manage him in a different way now? No, but we, we try to keep them with both feet on the ground. I mean, you saw in Mantova he was riding up front and then uh, he had a big disappointment here in Hoxton in the next weekend, but that's a learning process, you know. You need to deal with ups and also with downs. And uh, But so far, he doesn't take the pressure what, what that whole setup here creates. And uh, I, I think, I don't know, he just stayed so cool, even being up front, running uh, two, three laps really in, in the lead and... You don't see it on him. He's, he does look nervous, and it's it's good to see that. I mean, not everybody can handle it. We have seen that in the past. Some guy respond to it. Some uh, really uh, frightens it, and he responds to it. So it's it's good. No, I'm happy for it. I mean, uh, everybody puts in a great job. Like Joel, he trains him during the week. The mechanics, all good. My next question was going to be, as a Frenchie, how are his sound skills? But like you say, Mantova was good. So maybe he won't be as strong as he was here, but I guess he's pretty confident. Well, he improved already last year a lot. Don't forget, I mean, the beginning of the season, he really struggled in sand. And then uh, when he moved on to the Lieber team, when, when David dropped out due to injury, he spent a lot with, I think, Julian and all the Lieber family. And they, they trained a lot in, in Belgium in the sand. And in Assen last year, he was on the podium. And that's not easy sand to ride. And now the whole family, they moved to Belgium. So they train a lot in, in sand. So... I think for him it's not a big deal anymore, you know. He, he likes it as he likes the hardback. And uh, moving on to the best news we've had in a while, Jeffrey's staying in MXGP, which is going to make my job easier. 
uh, how close did you actually come to losing him to America, really? Well, there was a lot of talk and a lot of gossip and rumors, and the internet went wild, as you know. And uh, I mean, stupid websites. No, I mean, <laughs> it's your job to keep the, the topic a bit hot and everybody in the in the mix, and people are excited about it. But yeah, looking at it now realistically, from from a medical side of point of view, too early. You know, I mean. It's maybe possible on paper, but uh, like we have now the news from the doctor, he can write, start writing end of uh, April, let's say. So then you have two good weeks maybe before you need to move to US. And I don't know if this is enough or I don't know if that foot will hurt when he starts writing. Nobody knows that. That's a lot of jeopardizing and I'm happy to, that he stays here, to be honest. I mean, uh, it's his tent, <laughs> it's his house. Of course, it's a challenge, and he's a rider, and he want to compete there, and he's a he's a guy who's so competitive. But if you don't come healthy there, they're also not that slow there either. I think you know, and and then uh, I don't know if you push too early and you're not healed up complete. You, who knows what happens? You know, I'm happy with the decision that he stays here. Is he disappointed though? Because obviously, from the outside looking in, it seemed like he was the one who was pushing for this. But then, if the doctors said that and all of that, I guess he kind of understands the situation. He understands it, yeah. We had a good talk this week. He was down in Austria visiting us and uh, we had a big meeting with Pete and Robert Jonas. And no, he he understands also the whole situation. And, and now how the healing goes, he also said, yeah, I would have been a bit pushy. But of course, knowing him, he likes the challenge as well. But uh, yeah, the health should not be on stake. You know, that's that's my opinion and that's our opinion. And we can't want to keep him healthy for the next couple of years as well. And shouldn't take too high risk there I'm happy because if he'd have gone I would have had to go as well and I, I can't do that but anyway I was thinking maybe Mantova would be a good point for his return but if he's not going to ride until the end of April I'm guessing we're looking at the beginning of June whatever races those are Latvia maybe let's see how how he responds to the riding you know once they start riding if he's pain-free maybe goes quick he's a quick healer as we've <laughs> seen in the past he surprised us many times but you never know he never had this foot injury and Obviously, in motocross, your foot is quite vital for <laughs> to perform, and uh, you need it for all the landings and for the riding. And it's a lot of movement in there. I, he need to be good. So, and uh, finally, I guess the one thing with Jeffrey is no rush. There's no pressure for him to come back. If he wants to take two months, he can. If he wants to take two weeks, he can. It's balls in his court. Yeah, he's he should come back when he's healed up, when he's ready to come back. That's what we what that was the message from us, and I think that's how we stay also.